Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Welcome to r slash am I the jerk, where this dad wonders if he's in the right or the wrong for secretly giving his son some non-vegan food behind his vegan wife's back. Am I the jerk for giving my son non-vegan food behind my wife's back? I am 32 and my wife is 33. We've been married for eight years and have a 12 year old son together. About six years ago, my wife decided to go vegan. She was sent the documentary Dominion by a vegan friend of hers and ever since has said that non-vegan food is revolting and refuses to eat it. After a long conversation, I agreed to go vegetarian and be vegan in the house and around her, which she was happy with. She also decided our son should be vegan, which after seeing a dietitian, I also agreed with. Things have been fine with this arrangement until a few months ago when I began finding wrappers from non-vegan candy and even burgers from McDonald's in my son's school bag, which he'd been buying with chore money. I had a conversation with my son and he confessed he felt lonely and excluded eating vegan around his friends and that they always had much better candy than he did and it wasn't fair. I decided I didn't want him spending his pocket money on snacks and throwing out the vegan snacks that we actually buy him instead of buying games, etc. It just made no sense. But I also know the way my wife feels about non-vegan products. So I began buying my son what he wanted on our way to football practice instead. Long story short, my wife recently found out what's been going on and completely flipped out. She called me an animal abuse enabler and a few other names and said that I was corrupting our son. Now she's not speaking to me. Our son panicked and told her that I had bought the snacks for him and he didn't know they weren't vegan. I don't blame him for that. He just doesn't want to be in trouble with mum. So, am I the jerk here? Oof, this is a tough one to start with. First of all, I will say 100% I don't think that you, OP, the dad, are in the wrong here at all. Like, it's a tough spot. I get that. And as much as you really want to, you know, support your wife and and you yourself have subscribed to to, to going veggie and respecting your wife being vegan and and having a, a vegan household it's really tough when you see that your kid's life is being negatively impacted i think we can all agree on that by being vegan like it's affecting him in school he's having to spend his own money to get food on top of the food he already has who knows it may also be affecting his relationships in school with his classmates i don't know he says he feels isolated that is tough i think to be honest it gets to a stage with your kids and you're probably at that right now where where you and your wife have to sit down and think really although your wife probably doesn't want to admit this your son doesn't want to be vegan and he's at that age now where it's up to him to decide if he wants to continue being vegan or not maybe he does maybe he wants to be veggie like you i mean you don't want to be vegan you said that you want to be veggie vegan in the house but you don't want to be fully vegan in in your everyday life i think you've openly admitted that maybe his son's the same or maybe he just doesn't want to be vegan or veggie at all and eat you know every food but i think at this stage now it has to be up to him really so yeah you're not the jerk it's a conversation to be had as a family am i the jerk for embarrassing someone by pretending to be japanese backstory 
I am a 20 year old woman and I have a Japanese name even though I am not ethnically Japanese. My mum is Korean and my dad is British. They met and fell in love while studying in Japan and had me there after marrying. We lived there until I was 14 before moving to the States. This will be important later. Today, a group of my roommate's friends came over to study with her and I happened to be in the living room when they arrived. They were introducing themselves to me and when I said my name, I have a pretty common Japanese girl name so it's pretty hard to be mistaken about the origin. One of the girls made a disgusted face and laughed at me saying that was so dumb. She said that she was Japanese American and I was culturally appropriating her country as a white person. I tried to explain that I lived in Japan for a while and that was why. But she kept insisting I was lying and that if I was telling the truth, I'd be able to speak the language. Since she put it like that, I started talking to her in Japanese, basically explaining where I lived there and asking which prefecture her parents were from, etc. She then ends up stuttering through a sentence in an awkward manner before leaving in a half. Later, my roommate told me I embarrassed her by pretending to be more Japanese than an actual Japanese person and appropriating the culture and that her friend expected an apology. So, am I the jerk? You know what, even if you weren't Japanese, I would say you're not the jerk here. Even if you had nothing to do with Japan, I would say you're not the jerk. If you make this person understand that they are being racist, uh, you know, every ist you can possibly think of, realistically. Like, they just are, aren't they? I mean, come on. That is good enough in in my opinion. Like, this person needs to be called out on this sort of stuff. Somebody's name, they were given at birth, not by them, doesn't mean that they are guilty of cultural appropriation. I mean, that's just ridiculous. So if you can call that person out and say you are being stupid, even if you're not Japanese, I don't care, call them out. And also that just takes away from the fact that you're obviously not pretending to be Japanese. At at no point did you say, oh, by the way, I am Japanese. You just spoke in Japanese because you can speak Japanese because you lived in Japan. Um, really, really stupid from this person, but uh, yeah, good on you and do not apologize, obviously. Am I the jerk for suggesting my wife lower her standards so that she'll be less overwhelmed? My wife and I have three kids who are 12, 10 and 8. She is in a constant state of overwhelm and very easily irritated, constantly complaining how it's all too much. I'm of course happy to help and do my fair share for the kids or household, but it's never enough because her standards are too dang high. She insists one of us has to be up at 6.45 every morning to make sure the kids are ready and make the bus, which comes at 7.45. I told her they're old enough to not need that much help already. They can all dress themselves and pour themselves cereal and milk. There's no reason we have to be up. She says that cereal isn't a good enough breakfast. They need something more substantial, especially the 12-year-old, and that the 10-year-old has ADHD and will definitely struggle without help in the morning. And anyway, she wants to see them off and kiss them goodbye for the day. So she gets up, I don't. Then she gets upset that I never give her a morning off when all she needs to do is just take the morning off when she wants and then let the kids handle themselves. Also, she is super strict about screen time during the week and is exhausted and snappy from arguing about it with the kids and upset that I don't support her strict limit of two hours a day. I say as long as homework is done, why not until bed? She says it's not healthy for them. They need to play outside or with games and toys, read some books, just entertain themselves in more ways than one. I agree they should enjoy other things, but I don't see why we have to make such a rigid limits. She also likes to get out on weekends and do stuff like zoos, museums, etc. But then she complains about the planning for the outing and how grouchy the youngest gets by the end of it 
And again, I say, let's just chill at home and voila, you've cut the work. I'm an engaged and active parent. I'm not trying to get out of it, but I don't think I should have to help my wife dig herself out of her own self-created holes. She creates the stress for herself and then turns to me to alleviate it, which I think is unfair. So am I the jerk for telling her she needs to do less and then she won't need this level of help? Oh my goodness me. Honestly, I just feel bad for your wife. I really do. This guy is just not helping himself, is he? Like at no point is this mum saying, I hate doing all these things. Let's stop doing them, right? She knows the benefit of doing all these things. Like she's making and creating a great life for her children. Imagine you wake up, right? With your, with your two other siblings, you've got to make your own breakfast, get clothes, get ready for school, all that stuff. You're eight years old. Your parents are still asleep. You're probably thinking to yourself, it's not ideal. Why don't they get up at the same time as we do and help us out? You know, that's number one. Secondly, the point this man's making about, oh, how about don't do these activities anymore? So you're saying in effect there that you don't want your children to go and do these outings. Yes, obviously the eight-year-old is probably getting a bit tired by the end, but what's the alternative? You sit inside all day on the weekend and just do nothing? I think that would probably be worse. I mean, you think of a good childhood. Do you think of going to the zoo and doing all these fun activities with your parents? Yeah, you might get a bit tired by the end of the day, but you don't remember that. Or do you think of staying inside? No. That doesn't sound fun to me. Let's be honest. Like what this bloke is really saying is stupid. Let's all chill at home every day, all the time, and you've cut the work. No, being a parent is hard work. That's kind of what you sign up for. Trust me, I'd know, right? As a dad of zero kids, I would know that. But seriously, parents down below, you get what I'm saying, right? Give me a comment, you know, back me up on this one. Parents have to work hard to make their children's lives fun and, you know, easier that's the job of a parent let's be completely real so to say let's just stay in bed until our kids go to school let's just do nothing on the weekends is a total load of rubbish i mean you said at the end i'm an engaged and active parent you don't sound that to me my friend i'm gonna be completely honest with you you don't sound that engaged and you definitely don't sound active you do though sound like a bit of a jerk Sorry to say it, but that's how I feel. Am I the jerk for going on vacation without my husband? My husband and I planned a week vacation to New Orleans in the US. We, but mostly I, have been planning this for months. Back in March, I told him that I would plan most of it, where to go and what to do. All he has to do was make sure he had the week off and buy the plane tickets. I spent the last few months researching what to do. I booked the hotel room, made reservations at places we wanted to try. I made a list of all the sites I wanted to see. Every few weeks, I would check in with my husband to see if he'd asked off and bought the tickets yet. He would say he was waiting for the plane ticket prices to go down. Three weeks ago, I reminded him once again, and he said he'd got off of work for the days, but had forgotten to get the tickets. He looked online and the tickets were close to one and a half thousand dollars each. He said he was going to wait some more to see if they go down. Last week, I asked if he'd bought them yet and he said no. We looked again and the prices were still high. He said he wasn't willing to spend that much on them and asked how much money I would lose if I just cancelled everything instead. He offered to have a nice staycation instead. What a great alternative. I told him I wasn't willing to cancel everything because I spent so much time planning it. We argued and we didn't come to a conclusion. 
I wound up buying just one ticket for myself. And when I flew out on Saturday, I told him I was still going. And he acted all surprised that I didn't want to stay home with him. I am in New Orleans now, and he's blowing up my phone, saying that I'm a jerk for still going without him. He was trying to get a ticket to come too, but I told him if he came, he's getting his own hotel room because this is now my vacation away from him. Am I the jerk? Oh my God, maybe this is the same husband from the last post. I mean, Jesus Christ, this is ridiculous. What What an idiot. Like, Obviously, you're not the jerk. It's just, it's just what a clown. Everybody knows, by the way, that unless you get really, really lucky with some, some last minute prices to undesirable locations, plane tickets are pretty much always cheaper the further out from the date you are it's just like a common it's a common fact yeah i know there's there's times and there are deals when it's not the case but the majority of the cases that is the truth so i don't really know what your husband was thinking there was he really after some last minute deal that was gonna save him probably like 10 20 per ticket on what he would have got if he just paid for the tickets when you asked him the first time no he's just being lazy that is the honest truth. And he's also not respecting the, the amount of time and, and effort that you spend into doing all the work for a probably really nice vacation. He's a clown and absolutely enjoy the holiday on your own. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Am I the jerk for telling my sister it's her fault her son is being bullied? My sister, who is 33 years old, has two sons, Bracken, who is 13, and Neville, who is 11. My husband and I went to a basket raffle at our local library this past weekend with my sister, Bracken, Neville, Bracken's girlfriend, and my sister's husband. This raffle is held every year and has many local businesses and organizations donate baskets to help raise funds for the library. There are all sorts of baskets, from free messages to gift cards to sports jerseys and so much more. Bracken got some tickets for all of the sports-related ones. He plays baseball and has done this every year, and he's been pretty successful in the past. Bracken then went around with his girlfriend. I was hanging out with my husband, sister, and rest of the family while looking at the baskets when Bracken and his girlfriend came back to us. Shortly after this, while still looking at the baskets, we saw some sciency baskets with projects and books for kids and adults. This type of stuff is what Neville likes. It was going fine until in that section, they had a few baskets that were aimed at girls in science slash STEM. When Neville saw the baskets, he called them stupid and started making some pretty awful comments about how girls are too dumb for science and that's why they needed special baskets. He made some more comments like, this is why robotics club is all boys. My husband and I just dismissed it, but we could see a few people giving us looks. And Bracken made a comment telling his brother Neville to shut his mouth. The raffle happened. Bracken won a lot. The rest of us didn't. On the car ride home, my hubby and I were asking each other where Neville could have learned that language, and we were stumped. Last night, I got a call from my sister, and she seemed stressed. She was telling me about how horrible Neville's first month of middle school was. She was telling me he was being targeted and bullied. I asked her to explain what happened and she was just crying. I asked if she could give the phone to someone else. She gave it to Bracken, 
who told us that she wasn't telling the truth. He said that the kids were mocking Neville for what he'd said at the raffle. Bracken admitted that he had told his friends about it, who then spread it around to the sixth graders. Some of the kids in Neville's grade were calling him creepy and weird and were doing it to his friends as well, who defended his comments. My sister quickly grabbed the phone from him after. After she calmed down, she asked me what to do. I told her that this was on her and her fault for not correcting Neville's behavior. She said that she didn't know why he said it and said that she can't just take away his phone or friends when I mentioned both as a possible source. She just doubled down and said she needed to teach Bracken and his friends not to gossip. I told her she was being ridiculous and hung up. She tried calling back. I didn't pick up. Then I got angry texts. So am I the jerk? Yeah, look, I completely agree. You're definitely not being the jerk here. And it is definitely on your sister to to teach her sons to not say stuff like that. Not believe stupid, archaic things like this. I mean, I think we can all agree on that. What she's saying at the end there, in saying that she needed to teach her other son and his friends not to gossip, that is absolute trash. If anything, Bracken is helping her out here. He's definitely helping Neville out. I mean, he's calling him out on his sexist remarks. That's what you want a brother to do. I don't know why you, as the mother, wouldn't be backing your son up on that one and saying to your other son, no, listen, you need to stop with this sort of stuff. Again, I'm not trying to like blame the mum for, for saying these things to him in the first place, but it is her her responsibility to, to make sure that she is, you know, looking after her son. And part of that is obviously monitoring the opinions that he has, the friends that he has, what he does online, and making sure that he knows that those sort of opinions are just ridiculous. Don't have them. Oh wow, just looking at a comment here. I thought this was going to be about bullying because she named her son Bracken. <laughs> I mean, it's completely irrelevant to the to the post entirely, but yeah, fair enough. Any Brackens out there? Get in the comments. Big respect to you and your name. Am I the jerk for shutting down a girl's attempt to diagnose me with an eating disorder? I lost my left leg when I was very young from a hospital-acquired infection. I have a prosthetic leg, which I use for walking, and another one for running and exercise. When I was on my parents' health insurance growing up, I got refitted regularly as I grew up. Now I'm too old to be on my parents' insurance, and while my company's insurance is considered very good, getting a new leg or getting adjustments for body weight changes is still expensive. I expect to be paying a fortune if I get pregnant. So I try my best to stay the same weight, and if I gain some weight, I can immediately feel it becoming less comfortable to walk. Anyway, a friend's girlfriend and I were talking, and she began remarking on how I'm not eating much. We were out to dinner, and I was just having a soup and salad, and everyone else was having baby back ribs. I'd stolen a few off my boyfriend's plate, but generally I was trying to eat light. I said I was trying to lose a few pounds, and she immediately assured me that I was beautiful the way I was, and I didn't need to lose weight. I told her, I know, but losing weight helps me with my mobility. She then began diagnosing me with an eating disorder, saying I must have a delusion, I was very heavy and having issues walking. I was fuming. She sounded super condescending, and I blurted out that she had no business talking down to me about my weight, even if it was to tell me not to change it. The other people overheard, and the girlfriend got really embarrassed and left with my friend soon after. Now, my boyfriend thinks that I should have explained why I need to keep my weight the same, but I don't think I should have to pull out my disability to get her to shut up. With long, loose pants, it's often hard to tell that I have a prosthetic leg. I don't know if she knew, but I didn't feel like justifying why my weight needed to stay the same. But am I the jerk for shutting down her attempts to diagnose me with an eating disorder? Ah... 
There we go. Um, pretty stupid one to end, to be honest. Why is this person commenting on you? I just don't understand. You're obviously right. And again, obviously not the jerk here. You do not have to tell anybody ever about your disability or explain it to them if you don't want to. Yes, I concede that it might have helped her to understand why you were doing what you were doing. But also, she has no right to even ask in the first place or even question it in the first place or comment on it. That is the truth. So it's completely up to you if you want to do that. It's also not up to your boyfriend to suggest that. It's up to you. It's your body at the end of the day. Now, with that being said, I do actually think if I was in this position, I mean, who knows, right? This woman could have had so many questions over the years about, oh, why are you eating this? Oh, you got a prosthetic leg, etc., etc. What happened? So she's probably sick of it. She is probably sick of it. I think that personally, I would give someone the benefit of the doubt and explain it to them the first time. But that is me sort of standing here without a disability that I've had to explain to people over the years. So I don't know if, if that's the case. But I think if someone was was genuinely asking me legitimately, oh, by the way, why are you doing that? You look in good shape. You know what's going on. How come you're doing that? Then you can actually explain to them, oh no, it's not really because I'm out of shape. I just have to stay in this shape. Otherwise I get extremely uncomfortable, which is abnormal, right? I think it's okay to explain once just so people understand, but I don't know. It probably does get really frustrating over the years. And the way that this person has asked it means that I probably wouldn't even want to explain it to them when they're saying, oh, you must have an eating disorder. Yeah, to be fair, at that point, I'm shutting down and I'm saying, nah, I'm not explaining anything to you. You don't deserve any sort of explanation. Anyway, guys, here's something uh, that you need to explain to me. Why aren't you subscribed? Oh, wait, you are? Fair play. Well, um, it's awkward, isn't it? And if you're not a subscriber, then you are actually a clown. You're a bigger jerk than everyone we've seen in this episode. How do you feel? I've called you out. Hit the button. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.